Hello and welcome to another episode of Coffee and Strahd. I'm your host Aaron Washington and I'm just trying to bring it back to you. So, uh, Amber Temple, that was heavy. A lot of stuff happened. So we're coming off of it and we've lost a character. We've lost some NPCs, uh, really important ones. Uh, you know, people who had traveled with us for a while now. Um, people we liked. Um, so we head to Kresik. Uh, pretty, pretty, pretty bummed. So as we are, you know, making that trip, um, during this time, just to kind of do some role play, um, Cassie and Elena, uh, kind of just, they're talking more, they're becoming closer, which is, you know, kind of like what happens, you know, dialogue. And, um, of course, uh, Valerie the whole time exclaiming about her favorite show so as we uh approach the visit uh the the visit the village of kresik um luke uh our new paladin friend tells us something he's like hey kresik does a thing um they use a special knife and uh they cut your hand with the knife if uh you are human it, it it bleeds normal if you are a werewolf it won't hurt you because it's not silvered and if you are undead you will you know kind of icor icor bleed so i'm like oh that's that's not good i'm i'm definitely undead um i cannot do that and you know we try to take a few solutions like maybe if i feed right before i'll bleed normal uh nothing really kind of works so i'm like well I, I can't go into the city i don't know maybe if you can talk to the person who rules the city tell them my circumstances um you know maybe that's not it also uh trask you you also can't uh he's starting to gain more vampiric abilities um like stat bonus and stuff like that he's actually like he's not like a, a dampier like a half like me he's turning into like a he's been turned into a a full vampire um so he's you know having to forage and stuff for blood um and uh as he as he does um i'm like okay then how about for now uh i'll just hang back since i can't i can't get in uh you guys you go in you kind of drop her off at the temple and then you know we can figure out what to do from there while walking up we see a sign called the wizard in the wine and we realize it's just like the prophecy the weapon you need the band of find in the wizard and the wine we're like whoa we have to come here we have to check this place out we have to go in there it's where we can find the weapon so you know we got to do this anyway so let's see if we can't take somewhere safe and we come back so while we uh we they approach they approach the walls and um regards the walls they know luke and they're kind of having a dialogue he's like listen we've we've had some attacks from werewolves uh the city gates are closed right now we can't let anyone in and so they're having this dialogue and the guards are kind of on the fence about it. They're like, well, yeah, we do know you. You guys don't seem, you know, you're all going to take the test anyway. 
Um, that's when Trask decides that he's going to scale the wall while they're having this conversation. Uh, he's a he's a vampire now, so he can just walk up walls. So he just starts walking up the wall, and uh, he's spotted. So they start firing down on him. Uh, a lel- uh, alarm bells ring. They draw bows on the party. Now he's on a whole different side, and they're like, you know, what's your what are you trying to do? They're like, you know, we're not trying to do anything. You know, is is you know, someone tried to climb the wall. Are they with you? And he's like, they're like, no, we don't have anyone who would try to climb the wall. While that's why we're trying to get in normally. Um, so you know that happens. Uh, uh, so they return. You guys, they you know they return back, and we're you know we're way down the road. Um, uh, Cassius was doing some woodworking. Um. Uh, Lan stayed out with him. Trask kind of comes back out of the woods, just kind of like telling he just took a walk for a while, and they're just both kind of nodding. And the group comes back, and uh, you know, hey, uh, you know, um, like hey, uh, you know, they won't let us in. And then while, because while we were talking, we were you know really close to them letting us in. This thing happens, and through rolls and insights, they find out it was Trask. Stout's kind of like, what the heck are you doing, man? He was like, well, you know, I was going in. I'm hungry. And we're like, what? You were trying to get into the city to feed on people? No, we won't allow. We wouldn't allow that anyway. That's how, you know, Land's like a monster hunter. He's literally, that's literally the class he is right now. He's a freaking witcher. <laughs> I mean, he's the, he's the, not a witcher, but you get what I'm saying. He's, he's a blood hunter. Um, so he's like, essentially, um, like no if you would we'd, we'd put you down um and then like uh you know it's it's kind of it's kind of it's kind of crazy um he's like i just don't understand why you would give in to a dark god which actually goes into a really funny thing that i missed at the amber temple so uh this whole time at the amber temple nix was like uh having to eat i mentioned that but I didn't tell you was she just ate any meat and we went to a place full of dead human bodies and she ate one and just ate it ate a leg and her and Gargas were just sharing charred human remains together and that's when Lamb was like if you don't want like this you have to abandon your dark gods and then you know every time she brought up what this feeling and this hunger she was feeling from Hadar the hunger of Hadar, she was feeling it, he would just look at her and like, this will continue until you abandon your dark gods. So, you know, that that was kind of like this just running thing of Lance, like, abandon your dark gods that, uh, you know, was going on. So, essentially, we um, are consecrating her with ceremony every morning and hopefully that that's helps stopping her from having to eat people so that's also happening so anyway so back to this debacle at the gate so uh essentially the guards like all right you know what uh we don't think you were part of that the whoever was trying to get in but listen none of the alcohol 
that's supposed to be into the town has come in from the Wizard and Wine. You go there, you figure out what's going on, you get our shipment of ale, you bring that back to us, and you know we'll just call it square. We'll let you into the tent. We'll let you inside the city. Sounds like a sounds like a deal. Well, they have to now because it's the only way to get in because of the um the the scaling incident. So they we head out to uh the wizard and the wine and we find the place just overgrown with this vein vine not vein but vines with these massive jagged thorns woven like well before we could even get to the winery there are looks like corpses that are strung out in it that have been turned into part of the foliage and there are just a flock of these crows going on ahead uh, above us. And, um, you know, it's, it's just kind of, it's just really bad. So uh, we're kind of trying to figure out like, okay, we can't just trudge through that. That is, that is just crazy. This growth is definitely unnatural. Something terrible has obviously happened here. So while we're trying to decide, um, what to do uh trask uses um i think through his barbarian thing he has us speak with uh, animals he starts talking to one of the birds um and the bird tells him like you know you know our guy our owner the person who you know kind of controls this area you know he's over here in the forest so he just you know Trask. so he's like trask walks off into the forest and so we're just kind of like where you going buddy and he's just like in the forest and we're like why and then he explains and i'm like and then we just kind of like you know if you would just explain to us what was going on we would we would just you know go with you so we kind of have this discussion in game and above board about like hey man if you want to go to a place just say something don't just head off by yourself like you like you did in the amber temple so you know um we meet uh uh davian Davin is a druid and he also was the owner of the wizard and the wine he essentially explains that dark druids have essentially taken over the place uh there were magical stones that um produced that helped him make the alcohol uh and from the wizard and the wine and they've also been like stolen to be used in some dark ritual desecration type uh mess and so we're like, okay, now we have a better idea what's going on. So we we head in and we have to like kind of cut our way through these brambles that are reaching out, trying to grab us and pull us. And we get to the front and then it's just like this growth is just constantly doing um, damage to us. Uh, almost as if someone had just spike growth the, the whole area. But it just kind of reaches out. It tries to pull you in. It, it's pretty rough. So we go inside. We find a bunch of dark druids, and there's like it's like we're in the the um, the place, and there's kind of like two or three layers to it because there's these giant casts. They're pouring stuff in these bats, and we go through this battle with these these dark uh, druids, and uh, they have this wand that's like where it like has like the vines going in their arms, and that's the one that's controlling things. And we're fighting, and we have to kind of go up and down and teleport and kind of be real tricky with how we do it. It's a very dynamic battle with the elevations and then like the weird growth that was happening. And man, druids, they can pump out some damage, man. So we we finally 
uh, clear out these these druids. Um, and uh, Nyx picks up the staff and it grows into like the growth comes to her arm, but she's able to banish all of the vines outside and in the building. And we realize like a bunch of these this alcohol has been um, tainted. But there are clean barrels and the shipment for the town is ready. Uh, you should know at this point, um, Stout is the happiest with Gale as they're throwing bottles. They're going to drink. They're going to drink well. So during this whole battle, um, Irina gets thrown outside and like launched out with a bunch of the barrels. And uh, we're like, okay, the sword has to be here. And like Ismark goes out after her. And we're so we start to. Um, like search the place um and we, we search up and we search down we search high we search low uh we almost end up getting killed by mold because the place has a mold that absorbs all heat and it was for their wine but you know used a fire spell and it almost just kind of wrapped over us it was brown mold i believe so uh we survived the brown mold um uh to found nothing below found some hidden brews but there was nothing in it but more winery and things like that so we got a few special brews uh, among everything else uh which made stout very happy man uh you know he hasn't felt that good in a long time he's been very sober he's been out so you know he needs to drink his troubles away it's kind of brought him back um full circle (laughs) poor stout poor poor stout so um uh, meanwhile, um, Elena and Cassius, they kind of requested themselves off, uh, um, to have, uh, time together. Um, and then they, they kind of return. Um, then, uh, we, we all come out, we're all like, you know, what's going on with Irina? So I go out to check on Irina and then she has a sword in her. <laughs> she has been stabbed with a sword. <laughs> the barrel. <laughs> Where the the weapon we were looking for was thrown out with Irina, she was stabbed with it. And this Mark is trying to figure out how to get it out. So we we go, and I'm like, all right. So I'm gonna pull this blade out, and then Lane is gonna heal you. And then Travis is like, I go yank the blade. I'm like, no, we're gonna do this in one smooth motion. Like, stop jerking at the weapon if I'm trying to pull it out. And it was kind of silly, but flustering at the same time. And I just yank the blade out, and uh, she gets healed. And so the blade apparently can only be wielded by a paladin. And that is, ironically, when I had already taken my first level of paladin. Um, So I am five levels of Celestial Warlock, and I am at this point one level of paladin. um, Which, like, I plan to serve, like, um, Tyr, the god of uh, courage and sacrifice, um, is, is what, like, the path I'm going on at that point i didn't know what path i would take once i get to three but i'm essentially paladin from here on out i am just all paladin so here we go and uh we get to um you know the point and i i I hold the blade in my hand the metal blade part of it shatters and becomes a blade of light and we have the sun blade and it's really rad. So um, that night, while we rest, uh, something curious happens, and that is during the night, um, Irina wakes me up, and she says, 
listen, I need to. I need to go home. Are are you here to escort me? What? Ooh. What what are you talking about? She's like, you're you're not. I assumed you were my escort to take me to uh, the love of my life and at his brother's estate. Uh, I was like, what? Who do you who who are what? She's like, I'm I'm Tatiana, and we're like, I'm like, what? Who's Tatiana? And so I start talking to this. I start talking to Irina, but she's calling herself Tatiana. And then she's like, well, didn't Sergey send you? I'm like, who who is Sergey? It's, it's it's the person I'm going to marry. You're not here to take me to my wedding. It's my my wedding is soon. You're here to take me to Sergey. Uh, and I'm like, oh, what, what, you know, we're in Barovia. She's like, yes, in Barovia, ruled by Sergey's brother, Strahd. And I'm like, what? And so we're like, I'm trying to like figure out what's going on. Everything else is kind of happening. Like everyone else is kind of doing their thing. And me and Mike are passing these notes back and forth. I'm trying to get as much information. So Tatiana essentially tells me she's about to go get married. Um, and all this stuff before she kind of like goes back to sleep. And she's Irina again. And so I'm just like confused. So when they go to the temple, the temple also said we could find answers there. In the behind the hall of the sun, we would find answers. So I'm essentially like, hey guys, when you go in the village, I need you to look up these names, man. Yeah, I need you to figure out what who the hell these people are. I think that's something to do with Strahd and why he's after Irina so hard. So I need you to, to, to figure this out. So um, you know, he just kind of nods and uh He's just like, you know, when you go to the Abbey of uh, Markovia, I need you to just, you know, do some research. And they're just kind of like, nod, nod. So, um, you know, they go in and uh, I, I hang uh, I hang back and um, Trask walks up behind them as a separate group escorting the, the ale. So they get in and then Trask tries to go in and he has to do the cut thing. And so they're like, you know, who are you? And he's like, oh, he said he wouldn't go in like as as like part of the party just in case things went bad. But then said, yeah, I helped fight at the Wizard in the Wine, like those, like the guys who just walked in did. And so the guy like goes to do the cut. Trask pulls his hand back and tries to do this weird like deception and um, take some of the, his stout his blood and he pours it on his hand, um, dripping. And you know, you, ah, you cut me too deep. What are you doing? You don't know what are you, what you're doing. Um, the guy doing the test was distracted by the wine coming in and doing paperwork. So Trask somehow is able to make it inside without it becoming a huge uh, debacle, thanks to Mike's low rolls. Thank you for that, Mike. Um, so I hang out. Uh, Luke and uh, Nick's. They go to the burgomaster of um, a Kresic named Dimitri. And Dimitri, uh, and you know, Dimitri, he's like kind of in this thing because not only are there attacks, but people have been stealing bodies 
and someone stole the body of his his daughter who hadn't even been dead for like a week but her body has been stolen and he's just upset because that was like a young teen girl and her body was stolen and he's just angry and upset so they're like listen uh from what i understand like like, like listen you know we have this friend cassius he is he's like cursed with like half vampires and want to take him to the abbey and so essentially i get permission to come in and he's like he's been helping this stuff and if you want we can help with this werewolf issue and he's like you know i, I don't care about the werewolves right now just just get him you know just he can't roam around the city he'll have an escort with him but he can come in since you all are willing to help me investigate this matter so that's what happens so i get allowed inside um the city and uh, uh i think Tr- trask heads to the blacksmith he, he he borrows uh the the forge for like a a, a an amount of money and he starts uh, silvering uh, weapons um, for everyone. So uh, he start he starts doing that, and that's when we begin the long trek up to the Abbey of Saint Markovia. Uh, and when we get to the front, it is guarded by people who have been patchworked together with animal bits like 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 uh, part of their skin is like fur from another animal or their leg is like that their tongue is like a frog their arm is like a bear like they're just these crazy amalgamations of humans that have been sewn back together with animal parts and we kind of meet them at the gate and they're telling us that the abbot saved their lives and is just a great man. And uh, we walk in. And uh, so, yeah, the abbot of St. Markovia, the abbey. So, mm. okay, so here's the deal. We hear these rocking sheds when we come inside, and then we're told those are the ones he couldn't save. Um, and when we walk inside into the shrine of the White Sun, we find a girl who looks exactly like Irina. And she kind of looks at us and says, Oh, guess. And we meet the abbot. He tells us that um, the people he had saved went mad after trying to fight Strahd and began to cannibalize each other and mixing them with animal parts was the best way he could save those he could Um, the people don't resonate evil because I pop a divine sense and then Luke pops a divine sense. And then we find out the abbot is a celestial. And we just kind of look at each other like, okay. He is a celestial of some sort. So we go inside. We meet, uh, Fas- I say Francesca, uh, Facilia, Facilica, Facilica. We meet Facilica, uh, who looks like 
Irina, pretty spot on. Um, and, 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 and when we do, uh, like he comes, he says, when people greet you, here's how you bow. And like, she kind of copies his greeting and I give her a bow back. And like, I just kind of like, thank you for letting us do your home. And then she kind of looks at the abbot and he's like, and here's, here's how you respond. And then she does the response. And then I do the response. Um, and I'm just put off. Cassius is put off. So he essentially tells us um, about what's going on. Uh, we ask him about the people, of course. Um, that's when, you know, Nix has been like, she's had her leg and she's like kind of wondering like if he can help. And he's like, well, he definitely can. Um, so then, uh, then, um, we uh essentially we essentially end up um kind of splitting up uh they're gonna look into the library and then we find uh a a symbol of the sun um oh boy and we move it and i find a tome behind it and uh this is while nix is nix and uh Lane are gone with the abbot uh, to get her leg fixed, and they also are with uh, some of her his other creations. And we're downstairs, and I I read Strahd's journal. That's what's in there, Strahd's journal, and I read what he's done, what he did to become the creature he was, the betrayal, everything. Um. So, I'm going to give you a warning. This is a huge uh, plot point for Curse of Strahd. Uh, so, if you don't want to hear this, this is this is this is more of a like Mike's game has been very unique, but this is a plot point. Like, I'm just just want to warn you guys what I'm going to say next. So, Strahd, uh, well, the low and the quick and dirty version. Strahd essentially. Uh, jealous of his brother's youth falls in love with Irina realizes like she only sees him as like an old man he gets angry he makes a deal with the dark god he becomes a vampire by killing his brother drinking his blood murders the guards tries to make Irina his she throws herself from the balcony and he just mentions how many times he's failed to get her every time she's come back and one day Irina will be his Okay, so now uh, if you wanted to skip that little bit and you're back into the game with us, uh, so I read the journal. I learned some heavy stuff about Strahd and just, well, if he wasn't the worst, then he's the worst now. So essentially, um, boy, boy, oh boy. So I copy all that down so everyone else can kind of like hear the deal with between him and and uh, Sergey. And uh, Tatiana. Oh, man. So we. Uh, we we are just. We are we are at a bad spot. So after this, I'm Cassius. I say I'm but Cassius. He's in a real bad. He's in a real bad mood. 
He is not. He is not happy. They come back down, and we're having we're having dinner, and that's when Stout he's too drunk. He is he's been drinking this whole time ever since he's got alcohol back in the system, and he looks at um, he finally makes it to the place, and then he looks at Facilica, and he's like, "Well, you look just like her," and the Abbot looks, and he's like, "You have Irina here." And we're like, yeah, we're, we're protecting her. We already decided we're not leaving it here, by the way. And then we find out that um, Basilica is a copy of Irina. He's made in hopes to appease Strahd. And he looks at and he's like, I won't take her against her will to Strahd. And he looks at it, He's like, but you could ease the people's suffering if you were to just accept Strahd and go to him it would ease the suffering of, of everyone of Barovia if you would just be with him. And I'm like, how can you how can you say this? You're you're, you're a being of light. And he's like, I've been trapped here uh, for who knows how long thinking my light could help only to be defeated. You can't beat Strahd. I'm like, well, you know the truth. You've read it, the journal. He's like, I have. Then you know Strahd will not stop. And every time he does this, the curse will essentially not let him be with her. Whatever dark powers rule this place will not let things go. Something else will happen. He's like, I like I said, she's the only one who could peace. I'm like, and then you would what? Sacrifice this new life, this innocent life to Strahd? The abbot's like, I created her for that purpose. I'm like, that doesn't make you a god. And he's like, that does make me a god. And I was like, you have been here for far too long. <laughs> and like, Lan looked at me and I looked at Lan and we were like, you know, are we going to fight this solar? <laughs> and uh, it was a tense moment. And he was like, listen. I will not report that he's I will never I will not tell Strahd that she's been here but I will not protect her and house her either I hope you will understand and one day get Strahd I'm like we'll defeat Strahd and that's like once I defeat once we defeat Strahd I'm coming back Silica because she deserves the chance to live a better life than the life you gave he's like she's my creation and she'll do what she has to do but if you do defeat Strahd I'll give her to you and I'm like no that's not what I mean. She shouldn't be yours to give. You have fallen. And I was just ooh, so we march out of the shrine uh, uh, of the Abbey of St. Markovia. Uh, still, I'm still polite to the, 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 the animal twisted up people because they've got a rough go of things. And um, uh, we then find out that Alina and Nix realizes that he's uh, he's been using people's bodies to make her and other and to make uh, this uh, fake Irina and the body of the Burgermaster's daughter was used in it. So, you know, I'm contemplating whether I should report this, but I realize like. If I tell them what's going on, this city, this town, these guards are going to march up there. They're going to murder all those people. They're going to put them down. And I could include Irina's uh, copy, uh, Facilica. And I'm like, damn it, I can't do that. But I need to stop that Solar. 
we have to come back and stop that solar so there you have it so we're gonna come back to fight the solar um man so we find ourselves in front of a uh the shrine of the white sun which is a, a temple it's like a little old temple to uh the morning lord separate from the saint markovia abbey and in that shrine nick abant nix abandons her dark gods she leaves hadar and devotes herself to the morning lord going from uh cthulhu cthulhu warlock to celestial warlock then uh her as her boon he fixes her leg uh, not the sewn the, the 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 wire the needles come out her leg is perfectly adjusted um made whole again by the morning lord and then that's when we see a image and i mean like this is sergey sergey tells us uh about his betrayal sergey then looks at Irina and calls her niana and then she's like i'm Irina," and he's like i apologize He's like, but I can take you away from here. I can take you away where Strahd can never find you. And essentially, like, offering her soul to kind of pass on beyond Strahd's reach as Tatiana. And Irina has to make this decision. Uh, I don't say anything. I just, it's your choice. It's always been your choice. This is kind of me saying something. And Irina makes the decision. She's going to stay and she's going to confront Strahd because she's not Tatiana she's Irina and she won't be she, she won't let anyone decide where path she goes on uh, Sergei kind of accepts it he looks saddened and then he's like listen put the sword into the water and I uh, I will go with you all to protect you so I put the sunblade and it just kind of ignites with uh with strength and uh when it does you hear we hear the rumbles of strahd she will be mine and thunder starts to crack and rain down and we run from kresik real fast uh so that's where i'm gonna end this one right here as us uh, leaving kresik and the abbey of saint uh markovia I hope you're enjoying. Hope you continue to like. And um, man, it's been a wild ride. And remember, guys, the quest never ends.